And your neck, running back. Welcome to Central Alabama Crime Stoppers Podcast. Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization serving the state of Alabama to bring together law enforcement, media, and the community in the fight to stop, solve, and prevent crime. Now, let's start the show. Welcome into the Crime Stoppers Podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Jones, joined by Crime Stoppers Executive Director Tony Garrett and Mr. Felix Montalera. Today, we're talking about the case of a murder that happened in Montgomery on March 14th, 2021, the shooting death of Mr. Abimael Zunin. And now this happened at the 200 block of South Hopper Street in Montgomery, which is kind of, uh, let's say, Crampton Bowl area, kind of Latino, heavy community, heavy Latino presence. And uh, just starting with you, Tony, in a case like this, of course, it's still open. I don't know if they have any suspects. You would have better information on that. But how do you go about reaching a community where there may be a language barrier? Well, that's a a good question. And a lot of times we we rely on the public and we hope that they're watching one of our media outlets. And sometimes we do have resources that reach out to the uh, Latino population, such as Felix, who can break that language barrier. But we do have an app. And they can download the app, P3Tips. We have multiple languages on the app. And when people feel that they can utilize the app, it can go directly to an investigator. And all he has to do is click a translate button, and it goes directly to English. And what's great about the app, he can type in and it'll be uh, translated back into their language that they're speaking. Tell me a little bit about, Tony, the outreach that you all do to notify our Latino community here about this resource that's there for them, even though there's a language barrier. In other words, if I don't speak English, maybe I can't read English that well, how would I know that this P3 app is available? Sometimes we have posters that we'll put out in businesses, but we also reach out to, uh, let's go with Felix. Uh, We reach out to Felix if it's a Latin community, for example, and we utilize his resources. And uh, what he'll do, he'll contact some of the businesses or some of the community leaders for that particular area to see if he can get some type of assistance. Felix, in a case like this, when you go into the community trying to help out and look for leads and find out what happened there, what is your first course of action? Is there you know, any pushback in the community when you come in and try to help out investigators? Well, what really happens is I go out as part of the Hispanic Outreach Leadership and Action Group, which is OLA here in Montgomery. And we're trying to serve the Latino community, the growing Latino community that are moving in and actually even purchasing homes as they stay here in Montgomery. So we go out there and basically I go really to interpret to make sure that the family can have access to whatever help that can be provided depending on their circumstances here in the United States. So there's some types of circumstances where we can do something government-wise, and then there's some types of circumstances where we cannot. I will be helping the family when there's a crime then they'll be talking about possibilities and what could have happened and all that. So I'm there just listening on going, oh, this is interesting. Can you tell me about that? And hopefully that can lead to the apprehension of a person. Looking at the percentage of crimes and, you know, some of the things that happen in the city, are you called out often to places to translate? Unfortunately, the city doesn't take advantage of that. Where I work strictly through Crime Stopper when it comes to that. I'll get with the director, Tony, and try to say, hey, this is what I've learned. We put it through P3, and hopefully that'll help the police department in their quest to find out who done it. 
So far in the last six months, I think, Felix, you've helped us out at least on three cases that were successful where we actually made an arrest or we found some missing people. That is correct. People that have been listed as runaways, which was a language problem when they were actually missing people versus runaways. Then they turn up deceased and a murder investigation has come upon. By that time, We've been able to gather enough information to say, hey, this is the people who we think, or these are the circumstances under which we believe it happened. And we know this because we get firsthand information from the people, the family, the friends that have some of this firsthand information. Sometimes we get thirdhand information, but luckily we can depend on the police department to sort that out. Speak, I'm glad you brought up the police department, Felix. Are, are there, do you know of any dedicated interpreters in the police department that works with them on investigations in our Latin community? Well, I met with the chief a while back on that issue and, and other issues that I'm aware of. I can tell you, no, that I'm aware of. They do have some officers that are bilingual, that can interpret. And as I understand it, there is actually one more officer of Dominican descent who will graduate soon that will be added on and hopefully that'll help a little bit but they do need a Hispanic liaison that is a civilian that could commingle into the community and help these people and when I say help these people I'm really talking about the police department because that's the bottom line who really needs the help here is a police department If they do that, then they're doing the right thing because it also helps the community second, right? Let's see what happens on that end. Right now, as I understand it, there is a Hispanic liaison, but it's an officer. Officer, if it's just an officer on duty, that officer might not be able to come out to a crime scene if they're patrolling somewhere else. Is that correct or... Yes, it is. If, if they're in another location or if they're off, it's a need that we know is, is something that we know that's needed. And I know the city is trying to work on it. I know we as Crime Stoppers, we don't have the solution for it, but we're trying other avenues, other ways to try to do it also, to try to um, find a solution for it. Going back to you, Felix, when you arrived to do these translations and help, have you ever ran into any reluctancy among the Latino community to talk to you about things maybe because of issues, personal issues they may be having being here in the U.S.? Or? No, they're very open. At this point, they're a family in distress that needs help. So they're very appreciative of anyone that can help them with all that good stuff. And when I say that good stuff, I mean, there we had one family where we had to go back to the police department and it was closed because of COVID to access to the physical. So just making a phone call for these folks with speaking proper English to get somebody to understand what's going on, it's a big help for them. So they're pretty much open on that end when it comes to having an interpreter. And one of the issues that it really occurs is when you don't have an official interpreters and all that. The police department, and this is not just Montgomery, rely on other interpreters that are family members, friends of friends. And that's a problem because in one of the cases, one of the people that served as an interpreter for the police department had a lot of information of what was going on, but because it was the police, never rendered the information to them, but they rendered it to me. We just can't talk about Montgomery. We served 50 agencies. In the state of Alabama, and this is not just a Montgomery issue, this is a statewide issue. And we're not talking about illegal 
immigrants. We're talking about people that have work visas. Okay. We're talking about uh, people that uh, just hadn't learned uh, the English language. It's a problem that uh, we need to find more solutions for. Talking about solutions, Felix, what would be a good solution to help the outreach into the Latino communities? Well, one of them will be if they can get a real Hispanic liaison. And I've had this conversation with people from the mayor's office also. And even the mayor's office needs a Hispanic liaison because of the numbers that we're getting here. I mean, it's growing. And it does it have to be something where you have a full-time job dedicated to this? Not necessarily to start off, but if you can have a contracted or just something minimal that you can get a handle on what's going on with the population. And let's not talk about like the Korean population. It's the same thing. We, it's growing. It's here. But I guarantee you they have the same issues. Now, maybe with the Latinos, we may have major problems because there's more of us in the Montgomery area, right? There's a concentration. Whenever people concentrate, you have crime. Yes, sir. Now, you know, it's hard to believe that police departments around the state wouldn't have multiple dedicated translators in their stations. But there's different populations in most cities in Alabama But, you know, getting back to this case, Mr. Zunin, where have we got on that? Are there any leads or have people been cooperative in getting in tips? That I don't know. Uh, We just got the case uh, today, and today is the 14th of April. So we just put it out. Uh, We've spoken to the investigators, and obviously they've hit that brick wall, so to speak, where they're needing more information. So I don't know if they have suspects. I don't know if they have leads. For Crime Stoppers, our job is to put the information out and try to get as much information as we possibly can so we can turn it back over to the law enforcement agencies. Crimes happen in all communities. What do they need to do? to get with Crime Stoppers and help get tips in. And of course, there's a cash reward and they could remain anonymous. Dial 215 Stop or download our app, which is P3Tips, T-I-P-S. And if you dial our number, if you don't get me, you'll get our call center and they'll be able to get an interpreter on the phone to try to help you out. If not, you can utilize the app and you can type in your language and we, all we have to do is hit a translation button, and we understand you. So someone is always listening. Someone is always there 24-7. So P.F. and Paul are the number three in the word tips all together? Yes, and that's the app that you can download on your mobile um, telephone or go to the computer, and you should be able to go to p3tips.com. Thanks for joining us uh, on this episode of the Crime Stoppers podcast. And always remember, if you see something, say something. I'm Jerome Jones. Tommy Garrett. And Felix Montalero. Thank you for having me, guys. All right. Thanks for joining us, Felix. Thank you for listening to Central Alabama Crime Stoppers podcast. We are a nonprofit organization serving the state of Alabama. If you have any information regarding a crime, please contact the police or Crime Stoppers using our anonymous 24-hour tip line at 215-STOP, area code 334, by downloading our P3 Tips app from your app store. When you call, be sure to receive a tip ID and password in order to dialogue with investigators in case there is a follow-up question. You can also contact us at our toll-free number at 1-833-AL1-STOP or visit our website at 215stop.com and follow us on Facebook at Central Alabama Crime Stoppers. Always remember, if you see something, say something. And yo, Nick, run it back.